Hey everybody, I'm Tony and you're listening to my very first ever podcast, um, A to Z of Musical Theatre. I love musicals. I've always loved them since uh, I remember watching them at home with my mum when I was only very small. Um, Up to nowadays, obviously not during lockdown, but going to the theatre and watching musical films as much as I possibly can. And they bring me huge joy Uh, and uh, I think they get a bit of bad press sometimes so I'm fighting for and sticking up for musical theatre as great quality drama, uh, joyous entertainment and so my podcast is going to be the A to Z which means that each day we'll have a different letter of the alphabet and this is based on something actually that I did during uh, first lockdown here in the UK, uh, where I posted on Twitter every day a letter of the alphabet and asked people to identify four people that fitted with that letter or four things. So, for example, we had to name a show, which could be a film or a stage show or both, a performer, a creative, so that could be somebody that's a composer or a choreographer or a director or a producer or anything in the creative um, realm, uh, and a, a legend, somebody that people identified as a, a legend of musical theatre or somebody that they think has made a specific and special contribution. Okay, so who did I choose? I chose as my show actually I chose Avenue Q. Uh, I've seen this um, probably about four or five times on the stage and I just think it's a brilliant show. It's funny and everybody relaxes and you find yourself laughing at things that you think shouldn't really be laughing Um, but I am. Uh, And the first time I saw Avenue Q was in the West End at the Noel Coward Theatre And I was really lucky. I saw it in October 2006. And the cast, oh my goodness, the cast were completely brilliant. Um, I had uh, Giles Terrera uh, long before he was ever in Hamilton. And Julie Atherton, um, Luke Evans, Gabriel Vick, Anne Harada, who was in the original uh, Broadway production um, as Christmas Eve, and Simon Lipkin all fantastic people that I've actually seen most of them in lots of other things. John Robbins was in it as well. And actually one of my favourite theatre performers, uh, Claire Foster, and uh, she was brilliant in that. I think that was the first time I saw her on stage. Um, So Avenue Q, it's a brilliant show. It begins with the letter A, so that's why I chose it. Um, Then I chose as the... A performer B. Arthur and I know you know I kind of remember her from Golden Girls when I was younger but the, the performance that stands out for me stands out for me is her performance in MAME with Angela Lansbury and then again when she revived that role in the film with Lucille Ball although you know we have questions about that film and um, but B. Arthur what a brilliant performance when when she sings Bosom Buddies with Angela Lansbury. And you can watch that on YouTube. There's a, a really good quality um, video of that if you've not seen it. So then I chose uh, Benny Anderson as the creative. 
Um, Benny Anderson is the other half of the male duo uh, writers um, for ABBA, and I grew up with this group. They were absolutely brilliant, a huge part of my teenage years in the 70s, and um, Benny Anderson in particular, uh, just such a, a, a talented musician, composer, and Benny has been involved in the writing of several musicals, but some of them being my absolute favourites. I love chess. Oh, gosh, I love chess. I could watch that show uh, over and over and just never get bored. It, it's musically sublime. And um, uh, I know that their, their work has been put into Mamma Mia, I have to say. Uh, shock that I've never seen that stage show. I've seen the film, both films, and I, I quite like them. Um, but I've always felt like there are lots of other shows that I want to go and see rather than seeing um, the songs of ABBA when they're not performed by ABBA. But that's my own personal opinion. Um, and uh, I also, though, was very, very lucky to go to the Royal Albert Hall to see a performance of um, their musical, Christina from du Duvamala. Uh, Christina, wow, another oh, just beautiful score. So um, that's why I chose Benny Anderson and uh, I think he's always gonna be up there in my top musical creatives, such a legend. And then the fourth and final person that I chose on this occasion was Fred Astaire. Um, now, I chose Fred Astaire because I think he is a musical legend, and this category was for legends. Um, he's just so sophisticated and stylish, and you, you go back and watch those films, and even now, he was the most incredible dancer. Wow, in Top Hat and uh, Royal Wedding, one of my absolute favourites, and one of my favourite pairings, actually, with... Fred Astaire was he and Judy Garland in Easter Parade. Easter Parade is a, a just a brilliant film. I watch it every year if I can at Easter. Um, and I love the routine that he does in the film Royal Wedding when he, when the room moves around but it looks like he's dancing up the walls and across the ceiling. Um, Fred Astaire absolute legend of musical theatre. So those were my choices. And then I opened it out to anybody on Twitter that followed me to say who were the four or what were the four uh, shows and people that they would choose beginning with the letter A. It's really interesting because I got quite a few people that I'd never heard of, um, some other great classic legends and some that I thought how could I not have chosen those so um, I'm going to go through some of the things that people chose uh, first of all the show aspects of love came up a number of times and that's interesting for me because I never really liked this show that much um, if I'm honest uh, I didn't get it the first I saw a touring production um, around about 2007 and it had a great cast it had Matt Roll who's a, a fantastic performer David Essex Shona Lindsay and Poppy Tierney really really great uh, performers but it just didn't do it for me as a show and in fact I used to call it aspects of something else that wasn't very polite um, 
and I listened to the the original cast recording with uh, Michael Ball and you know I think he's great Michael Ball and Anne Crum, Kevin Colson. Some really beautiful songs, but as a whole, I never really warmed to the show at all. So it was interesting that some people chose that in their A to Z. Um, until I did see a production, actually, just a few years ago, 2018, at the Hope Mill Theatre here in Manchester. Um, if you haven't been to the Hope Mill or you don't know it, it's the most amazing small venue. It's just... They put on the most fantastic productions and they did a production of Aspects of Love. Um, so I saw that in July 2018. And again, just a brilliant cast uh, for a very small theatre to pull together people of this calibre. You had Jerome Pradon and Kelly Price. Oh gosh, Kelly Price is just uh, amazing if you haven't seen her. Felix Moss. Uh, and Kimberly Blake, a really, really good, strong cast. And uh, uh, they did a fantastic production, but it still didn't really sit that well with me. I just don't feel the show, um, unfortunately. Um, but a show that I really did love and that came up on the list was And Juliet. So this show was uh, on just before lockdown at the Shaftesbury um, theatre in the West End it had transferred there from Manchester so in actual fact I saw the Manchester production um, back in October 2019 at Manchester Opera House uh, and it was there on a kind of a trial run I suppose before it transferred to the West End I only managed to see it once but oh wow it blew me away I thought it was amazing and that is actually one of the shows that I really want to go and see early on when we can go back to the theatres. Um, so Anne Juliet uh, has a fantastic collection of songs. I think, I think I counted 29 Max Martin songs that are on the um, original London cast recording. And uh, the cast are amazing. You've got people like uh, Melanie LaBerry and Oliver Thompson and Cassidy Jansen, uh, David Bedella, really, really great. Um, seasoned performers and then you've got uh, people like Miriam Teakley who this is her first starring role and wow does she do well uh, I was very lucky actually because um, I saw her in Hamilton uh, the first time I saw Hamilton here in, in well in the West End um, she was on as uh, Angelica Angelica Schuyler and she was just amazing in that. And I, I, I thought she was the um, standout performer, actually, in the show, or one of. Um, and then, so I was thrilled for her when she got this part as uh, Juliet, and uh, she does a brilliant job. And there are lots of other great performers in this show. Uh, Tim Hendren, who I saw in a production of Spring Awakening at the Hope Mill Theatre, actually. Grace Muat and Aaron Blair Mangat. Uh, really, really great cast. So I'm looking forward to to seeing that. And I was glad that this show came up on people's lists of A to Z. Um, there are many 
creatives in the world of musical theatre whose names begin with A. And Andrew Lloyd Webber is just one of them. And I'm sure I'll come back to him several times throughout this A to Z. But I just wanted to talk about a couple of his shows now because uh, he's so amazing. One of my favourite, favourite shows of his, which doesn't get as much love, is The Woman in White. And I was very lucky to go to see the production in the West End in um, 2004. I saw, I saw it twice actually. Um, so Michael Crawford had left by the time I saw it, but it was Michael Ball as Fosco and uh, uh, Marion Holcomb was Maria Friedman. Oh, what a beautiful score, what a fantastic um, a set of songs. And I loved that show. It, it was strange to watch because it was a time when uh, new modern digital technology was being tried out and it kind of worked, but it did distract a little bit from the the show so they use technology on and projections on screens instead of traditional scenery um, but it didn't spoil it for me because the music and the story and the performances were all so incredible so I was really pleased that I got to see that and then a few years ago um, 2018 I oh, 17 and 18 I was really pleased that the Charing Cross Theatre in London uh, put on a, a smaller chamber music production of The Woman in White, and that was just fantastic. Carolyn Maitland, uh, if you haven't seen her, she's she's just a joy to watch and such a beautiful voice um, with her and Sophie Reeves and uh, Greg Castiglione. They did a fantastic production at the Charing Cross, and in fact, that is a really lovely venue. They've put on lots of really great things over the last few years um, and I try to go there whenever I can um, so yeah Andrew Lloyd Webber and I've seen I've seen most of his shows all of them I think um, some great some not so great I fell asleep in Stephen Ward uh, which isn't uh, very good but I was lucky to see Michael Ball in uh, um, sorry Michael Crawford as the Phantom way back uh, and I saw Gronje Renahan as Evita, and she was absolutely amazing. And so uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber came up quite a few times on the A to Z list as a creative. And uh, another person who did was Bob Avian. And sadly, uh, Bob Avian died just last week, actually, on the 21st of January, uh, or two weeks ago. Um, uh, Bob Avian was an amazing choreographer uh, and producer and director, but his choreography is the thing that I am most am in awe of. Uh, he worked on shows like A Chorus Line and Dream Girls and The Witches of Eastwick and Miss Saigon, uh, all these fantastic shows, and he was just uh, brilliant. Sunset Boulevard, the original production. And the show that I um, loved probably the most uh, out of all of those was his uh, choreography in Martin Guerre. Again, not a show that's much loved these days, but I really took to this show. Um, and uh, I'm talking about the original production in the West End at um, Prince Edward Theatre. 
uh, that opening scene of working on the land when the uh, the dancing was almost kind of like a clog dance of sorts. I can still see it now. Um, just a, a fantastic opening to a show and really set the scene. Uh, I thought he did an amazing job. <laughs> So I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about the musical theatre legend, Dame Julie Andrews, and uh, her name came up, as you can imagine, quite a lot on the A to Z list. Uh, lots of people chose her as a musical theatre legend, and uh, for me, she really is that. She's been there in, in the background of my life uh, throughout, I remember watching The Sound of Music and Mary Poppins and Thoroughly Modern Millie and all of those great films and just absolutely loving her. Uh, I do remember going to a wedding uh, quite a while back and pretending that I was the founder of the Julie Andrews fan club and people at the table and these were complete strangers to me absolutely loved that and had stories to tell about Julie Andrews. Um, one of the highlights for me was uh, back in 2010 when I went to the O2 Arena in London for her show The Gift of Music and this was um, after uh, Dame Julie had obviously um, had the surgery on her throat and it hadn't gone well and she was uh, not able to sing anymore in the way that she had done and uh, this was her first big performance if you like or show after that um, and it was incredible to be in that same space as her. I'll never forget that when she appeared and, and this is a huge arena with a lot of people um, the noise, the applause, the ovation just went on and on and on for forever. It felt like forever and she just stood there and uh, and soaked it up and uh, and was moved. You could see she was moved by it. Um, people absolutely adore her. Um, at the show itself, she didn't sing. It was, um, it was a family affair and it was part of her... Uh, a book that she'd written with her daughter and that was dramatised and um, other people sang. But it was just being in that same space with her and uh, thinking, wow, this is this is Julie Andrews. Um, I was always impressed with the story of when she uh, declined the Tony Award when she was working on Victor Victoria and uh, she... Uh, uh, turned down the award because she felt that oh, the rest of the cast had been snubbed really because no, but there were no other nominations that year for Victor Victoria um, and I don't know I think that kind of sums her up in my mind she's just a, a kind and, and good person and loving and thoughtful and considerate and you know <laughs> I don't know her but I feel like I do and that's Dame Julie Andrews a legend and so we've come to the last section of my very first ever podcast and it's called Who've We Missed? 
And there are so many people and so many shows, beginning with the letter A, that we've missed. We can't mention them all, but there's Anastasia, the musical, and Christy Altamar. There's Lynn Ahrens, the lyricist of uh, that fantastic show, Ragtime, but I'm sure we'll talk about her again. Harold Arlen, the composer of the song Over the Rainbow. And then shows like An American in Paris, which is so beautiful, that... Um, Broadway production in 2015, which they filmed, if you haven't had a chance to watch, with Robert Fairchild and Leanne Cope. Oh, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And then there are shows like Anyone Can Whistle, um, Stephen Sondheim and uh, Annie, uh, which is a great children's film and good fun. And there's a brilliant Australian cast recording with Anthony uh, Warlow and Daddy Warbucks that my Twitter friend sent to me just during lockdown and I absolutely love it actually. I find myself listening to that a lot. And then shows like Anything Goes, Annie Get Your Gun that I saw. Um, I saw a really good production at the Crucible in Sheffield a few years back with Anna Jane Casey. What a triple threat. She's just incredible. Um, and the cast, it, uh, it had people like Matthew Croke, who went on to be Aladdin, and Cleve September, that I'd already seen in, in The Heights, and he went on to be in Hamilton. Uh, Amari Douglas, who I saw last year, uh, just before lockdown, actually, at the Bristol Old Vic in Romantics Anonymous, and he's just been uh, in the wonderful TV series, It's a Sin, um, a great show, and... Uh, one of the other shows that I just want to mention is Applause, which is the 1970 um, musical based on the film All About Eve, that brilliant Betty Davis classic. And uh, Lauren Bacall won Best Actress at the Tony Awards. In fact, the show won four Tonys out of 11 nomination. Uh, yeah, 11. And uh, Lauren Bacall went on tour with it. She brought it to uh, the West End. Uh, in 1972. What a brilliant, brilliant woman. Um, there's so many more we could talk about. Assassins, Aida, The Adams Family, Aladdin, all that jazz. Uh, I'm sure many of those will get an, another mention as we go through the alphabet, but that's the end of my A to Z letter A. I hope you've enjoyed it. It was my first one, so be kind. And... Uh, I'm working on once a week for a different letter. So if you've got any thoughts on who you might like to see or you want to talk about um, any of your favourite musicals or creatives or legends beginning with the letter B, you can leave a voice message. And if you're happy to, I can try and incorporate those as I'm learning more and more about how to do podcasts. So until next time, thank you. Stay safe. Enjoy yourselves. Bye-bye.